You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. <laughs> Welcome on in. BeckQL Daily right here on the BeckQL Network. A spooky Halloween version of BeckQL Daily here on this Monday. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawks are with you. Presented, as always, by BetMGM. We got a big show planned. A lot of reaction to Week 8 in the NFL. We'll talk about tonight's game, Monday Night Football, the World Series. A reset as Joe's Phillies are tied 1-1 with this thing moving back to Philadelphia for three games. And, of course, a couple of great guests, Sean Zarillo and Brad Spielberger. Good morning, everybody. Joe, Week 8 in the NFL. Your Phillies 1-1. We got a big show today. What's up? How are we doing? Yeah, yeah, we do. Uh, thank God nobody dressed up, by the way. Thank God. I was, just, I was like, yeah, oh, because wait, we didn't talk just, about it. I, yeah, I wasn't because I wasn't here Friday. I was a little bit worried that you guys would be in costume and I wouldn't be ready. But then I got on and I was like, <laughs> no, we're okay. No, no, I didn't think about it until just now. Is uh, it was shuffling off the kids and they're getting all dressed up, all excited for Halloween. And of course, just like every single year in this area around Halloween, it's raining. It's all foggy. Yes. You can barely see five feet in front yep. of you right now. Uh, so Same we'll here. see how it is later. Same thing. Yeah, it, it yeah. feels like it's like that every year. I don't know if it's by you guys too, but every single year on this day, uh, the one day you needed to be clear. Um, yeah, though, ton going on. I, I want to hear about uh, your trip that had to be quite strange, covering it in a different way in a different city. I assume the first World Series games that you've ever attended in your life, but uh, a, a ton going on with football. <sighs> Chaotic endings in some of these. Some games yeah. it was like a shootout. Other teams still could not move the football. Even even in like there were a number of teams that couldn't even get to too much yards. So I don't know. I mean, there are some spots where I think we could have conversations about teams that okay, maybe moving forward things are flipping a little bit where we could have some over teams, some under teams. But I think overall as a show, uh, we we did pretty well. I I, I feel like we've been uh, nailing a lot of these props lately because uh, mm-hmm. these matchups. They, they really just jump out, and as long as they're, they're healthy, it's like they usually get, get home. Aaron, what's yeah, the, the props? Yeah, props? The props have been doing well. I, um, I had Tyreek Hill and Waddle over, um, so that was good. I think for me, when I look at the props, I just – I mean, it's sometimes it just makes sense. Like, you look at, okay, whose secondary is banged up and just try to expose them, and it seems like – that's the way to go. It doesn't always hit, but sometimes it does. And you take the over on these receivers that are capable of going over on their props. And um, it was an, another great week, four and one for me again. Christian McCaffrey, though, I took the under on that Rams Niners game and he was doing it all. I got burned. It went over by like three points. So I was kind of bummed. That one was sweaty for me. 
That that's one thing from yesterday I noticed right away. Now I guess it was still kind of even overs unders, but the overs flew over. Like we had some high scoring games yesterday. Falcons Panthers may have been the craziest game of the day. I mean, with that PJ Walker Hail Mary, mm-hmm. I was thinking about our Falcons. But how about that, Joe? All week last week we talked about that number because it was weird. It was like Atlanta's better than Carolina. The game is in Atlanta. Panthers off of that win, maybe a little letdown off. Of, you know, they won a big game against Tampa Bay. They covered it. I mean, they covered it right there by getting that game to overtime, and the game ended with a field goal. So the four-point number for the Falcons, they don't cover. They do win, though. They win the game, don't cover it. That one was 37-34. Eagles put up a ton of points. Lions and the Dolphins, my goodness. The Lions defense might be the worst I've seen in years. They can't stop anybody. Someone, You said it last week. Someone might get fired. That defense is horrendous. They have to. They have to at some point. So what it was was, um, yes, there are certain, certain games that flew over. Chicago-Dallas went over by 35 and a half points. Wow. 35 and a half points. Like, it was, it was wild. Um, yeah, so the, well, what it was is the early games went way over. And so that's in our minds. And like, oh, the, the overs are hitting. They start off after the early slate. They go seven and two on the week, right? But at the end of the day, it was what like seven and six. Like then, then, then the under run, under run came uh, later later on in the day. I think Atlanta, Carolina. I mean, of course, we've got to talk about DJ Moore. This Atlanta yes. defense is so bad. It is so bad. I didn't even care that they really won the game. Okay, great. You were in first place. You're four and four. Congratulations. And and I'm talking about the perspective from the Atlanta 101 NFC ticket because this team can't stop anybody. So what are the really good teams? They're 6-2 and against the spread. The Falcons did not cover yesterday. They were very lucky to get out of there with a win. There were 10% of the circuit pool had them in Survivor. I thought they were nuts. They were nuts. They had to have three heart attacks yesterday afternoon in that one. I mean, some people probably shut off their TJ, their TV when DJ Moore gets into the end zone. And then you, you find out about the penalty. That penalty is stupid. Like, you can rip DJ Moore all day because he took off the helmet. Like, now we got to flip oh, the game yeah. again. Like, and everybody's killing this guy. And after the game, he's like, I bleeped up. And yes, but it's also a really dumb rule. Like, in the... During the game of action, he didn't do anything wrong. It's just so ridiculous. But um, on the losing side, might have to be betting on Carolina. I know the matchup was perfect, but P.J. Walker's put together back-to-back really strong games. And that mm-hmm. Panthers team traded away two of their best pieces now, I, because it hasn't been more yet. We'll find out by tomorrow afternoon. But they trade away two of their best pieces, and they put up 478 yards of offense. They... I don't care who they're playing. They're not sniffing 500 yards with Baker Mayfield under center. And the Falcons just can't get pressure. They're secondary, um, banged up. They were missing multiple guys. I had I gave out the DJ Moore over on his receiving prop as one of my five plays, but it just seemed like a no-brainer, and it was that was an easy one. But I agree with the helmet thing. I think Terry McLaurin did the same thing. And if they would have penalized him for it, that could have changed the game, you know, at the end. So I agree. That's the dumbest rule. I, I think it's so stupid. Yeah, I get it in the field of play, right? Like you don't want a guy taking his helmet off and then, you know, 
a safety thing, right? Like popping the helmet off, you want to make sure they stay on. But after a touchdown, how is it that big of a deal? Like that's an emotional moment. It's so crazy. That was crazy. Um, And then look, last week we talked a lot about the Christian McCaffrey trade and how big of a deal that could be. Now he's a running back, right? But he's more than that. He's a unique player. I mean, I don't not want to say he's Marshall Falk, but he's kind of has that ability where he does everything, including yesterday Joe throwing a touchdown pass. I still think the 49ers, another four and four, their ceiling in the NFC is as high as anybody's. Like they're the team I look at in an NFC that it's Eagles and, and everybody else, that they could be there by the end. And that game, they were down early. They were down early in that game, and then by the end, 31-14, to and you look at the box score of that game, 7.1 yards per play for the 49ers. That's how high they're – and that's against the Rams defense that's still pretty good. Like, that that impressed me yesterday, what McCaffrey and the Niners did. I thought there were a lot of layers to that game. That stood out. The San Francisco 7.1 yards per play, you know what else stood out? The other side, coming off a bye – McVeigh had two weeks to prepare for this game, and the best they could muster up is 4.0 yards per play. I know that's a tough matchup, but all the struggles they've been through, you've got to come out better than this. They don't have any other option but Cup, and Cup might that it might be an injury. He was out there way too late in the game. He could get t- torn up for that one. Also on the McVeigh front, Shanahan's 10 and three now against the spread against him. 10 and three. I thought that was the easiest bet on the board. We all knew it. San Francisco, you just bet them, and it's not going to be that much of a sweat. In the end, it wasn't much of a sweat. The Niners have won eight straight regular season games against the Rams. Eight straight regular season games. And that McCaffrey, what, what he pulled off yesterday, a passing, rushing, receiving touchdown, that's the first time we've seen it in 17 years. You, all th- you threw out the name Marshall Falk. We can go to his era the last time it's happened. It was LaDainian Tomlinson in 2005. That was unbelievable. And they needed that sort of performance with Debo not on the field. No threat Mm -hmm. there. And we we talked about, oh, there were some that said, isn't he, don't they already have a player like that in Debo? You can't have too many of those. Guy that can do everything. Another big threat on the field. Throw the defense off. They're worried about another big thing. You can't have too many of those. So I'm sure uh, there were a lot of people very happy they have McCaffrey in fantasy because he wasn't able to do much in the Carolina offense. But, wow, how about that? You know, your point about the scoring, Joe G, is I don't remember seeing a day where so many players scored three touchdowns. The, the fantasy scoring for some teams had to be insane, and I'm kicking myself. I'm like, God, in the right spots from time to time, I've been the guy betting three-plus touchdowns on a player, four of them cash yesterday. Aaron, that was wild. Touchdowns. I mean, so you you you, hit, you said earlier in the props, some of the star players yesterday were unbelievable. Yeah. AJ Brown, Christian McCaffrey. Did, did anyone? Did any of you guys take Derrick Henry on on Friday against the, the Texans? I think uh, I both. No, I, oh. no I, I didn't. I didn't take it. I mean, the we the talked about it though, didn't we? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, that was the reason I was not going to take Houston. I would have liked to take Houston, but I'm like, I just can't. Henry demolishes them every time, and then he goes and do- does it again. Like, it-, it was wild, 219 rushing yards, and they've Crazy. got Willis back there. You're Houston. You know what they're doing. I-, I know they only gave up 17 points, but you know they're running with Henry all game. Last week he had 30 carries. Yesterday he had more than 30 carries. Willis only threw the ball 10 times. You know it's going to Henry every time, and they still couldn't stop it. 
Yeah, I would have loved to see, and I, I didn't get to see it before the game, what the alternate rushing totals were for Derrick Henry. He yeah. does this at Texans every time. I mean, it's, it yeah. was it three or four straight times he's had 200 yards against them. It's, it's remarkable what he does to this football team. 32 for 219 yesterday. So, yeah, yesterday was definitely a day for the Stars to show up across the NFL. That, that, that stood yeah. out, Aaron, that the Stars yesterday were, were really the story. I mean, some weeks we have that, some weeks we don't. But yesterday was, was yeah. a star day across the NFL. It certainly was. One thing that really stood out to me was the Raiders, man. They can't get anything going. Some of these teams, I don't know with the trade deadline looming, if they're going to do something. I was thinking about the Rams. We saw them making moves last year. Some of these teams are just so bad. Houston and Vegas. Those are the ones that really stood out to me. Vegas yeah. had 183 yards. Houston had 161 at home. On the Vegas front, okay, are we really going to keep saying that they're a lot better than their record? Can we keep doing that after they put up a goose egg against a team that didn't have their best cornerback in Lattimore? You didn't do anything. <laughs> Devontae Adams shocked. had one catch for three yards. One catch for three yards? What There's the? A star Without player. Lattimore. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Without Lattimore on the other side. And uh, Alvin Kamara. Another one of those three touchdown guys. First time he scored all season, and uh, he got into the end zone three times. A.J. Brown did it three times in the first half. Pollard three times against the Bears. We all called that, right? We kept saying Pollard mm -hmm. props once we knew that Zeke wasn't going to be playing. Uh, Foreman. <laughs> yeah, I think Foreman. One of three touchdowns in a game. Uh, that, was, that was fascinating. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know what to do with Vegas. They're now 0-4 on the road. McDaniels is there to fix the offense. And when they have been successful, it's been about the run game, not right. the pass game with Josh Jacobs. So it's just a team that I'm – I had no read on this one. I didn't have any, any action on it with props or anything. I, I'm just going to be staying away from the Raiders unless we're getting them as a big dog because I, I I'm having a tough time. Yeah, one of the biggest disappointments in the NFL. I thought they'd take a step back because I thought they overachieved last year, but they went out and got – Devontae Adams, and they got Chandler Jones. So they, they went crazy this offseason, and they're 2-5. and five. Joe, Derek Carr threw for 101 yards yesterday and a QBR of 14. Mm. He's been terrible. Terrible. Devontae Adams yesterday had one catch for three yards. One catch. How's that happen? That can't happen. I, I mean, how it, do you explain it? It's crazy to me. It makes no sense. Yeah, I know. And I have a uh, great game for you guys next week. Yeah. Raiders, Jaguars. Well, I'm glad, Paul. I'm oh, glad God. Because I watched on ESPN Plus yesterday <laughs> morning, and I am done with Trevor Lawrence. I done. was told Trevor Lawrence is generational. That guy just looks like a regular quarter. He just looks like a guy. He's missing people by five yeah. yards. I know that defense but is But he's good not missing people. Yeah, the other team. That's the problem. I'd rather he miss people. Like, on the goal line, in the red zone, it's the interceptions, like, taking points off. The How about run the ball? How about we do that? How about we do that, Doug? How about we run the ball from the one? You had a chance to go up two scores early against Denver. Yep. Man, and we got a guy that's been your second-year quarterback who's been making some of those mistakes, and you're going to pass in that spot. All right, if you have to declare right now, right now, who is going to be the best quarterback from last year's QB class. You go Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson, Trey Lance, 
Justin Fields, Mac oh. Jones. Those are your first rounders. We've also seen Davis Mills, and we saw Sam Ellinger yesterday. I think it's Justin Fields. Trey Lance, because yeah. I've seen the least bad, because he's played the least. I, I, I can and, blank and, slate. No. There's a reason. I think Trey, uh, Justin Fields in a better system, catering the offense around him, he would have more potential, but he's just in a bad position to succeed. He's it's looked really point. good the last couple weeks. I know. Yeah. It's circled back yeah. to Fields. Last year he looked the worst, but these other guys have been horrendous. It might be Fields. It, it might end up yep. being Fields when it's all said and done. More reaction to NFL Week 8, and we'll talk about the World Series coming up right here on the BeckQL Network.